Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. And welcome to a new episode of Visit Groom's Life. And you can probably tell I am so excited. I mean, I know I say that at the beginning of every episode because I'm so excited with everyone, but I am so excited to have my next guest for this episode. Her name is Ella Thompson, um, Holly Thompson. God, it's because we've been talking about her name. Holly Thompson, who you may have known previously as In the Country magazine, but she now is just Holly, which I said is not right. So, hi, Holly. How are you? <laughs> Hi, well, thank you very much um, for inviting me. And yeah, no, I'm really good. Um, and yeah, we, we were just talking about the name change, which a lot of people know about. But yeah, I am. I'm Holly. Um, and I first I wanted to say to you, um, Carly, you know, thank, thank you for inviting me. Um, and, and thank you for being like such a loyal supporter and, and reader and customer of, of in the country. Um, you know, like it never went unnoticed. And <laughs> it feels you know feels like the shoe's completely on the other foot now because you're interviewing me and I'm used to kind of being the interviewer so I'm really excited slightly nervous um but yeah thank you for having me oh my god I'm so uh, it's an absolute pleasure like I said to her I said to Holly just before we started I feel like I've been stalking you for about three years maybe longer <laughs> and I feel like, like I'm literally so for people who may not know you which I'm sure there is lots of people that know about you um how could you introduce yourself about where you were like how where it all started about in the country and the brand and the changes you've made in the last year or so yeah definitely so um I started I launched um a a country lifestyle magazine which firstly was called it's a country life for people who knew me right at the beginning um and we had we launched one one edition of that and and then rebranded to in the country which had then been running for probably i think it was about 4 years um right up until covid happened um and it was a quarterly country lifestyle magazine essentially focused on sharing kind of all aspects of of life in the country from horses to farming to shooting fashion delicious food um and then interviews with um different individuals um small small businesses was was at the heart really of a lot of the content that we produced because a lot of the readers came through instagram and there was a massive community on instagram for small businesses um so a lot of the kind of people that we included were were small businesses that I had connected with on Instagram uh over the years and then COVID happened um and essentially when I when I launched the magazine it, it was just me it was me kind of right the way through we did uh try to find a business partner that didn't work out in the way that I had hoped um and so it was kind of back to me doing it on my own again and when I started it I was super super passionate about it and I felt that there was a a gap in the market for 
a magazine like this that covered in you know, a broad range of country pursuits country aspects of country life um and it wasn't just sort of horses or shooting or farming which there are titles out there that kind of do each but that didn't cater for everybody in the voice that I felt that I would want to read yeah um so yeah COVID happened and and effectively people's marketing budgets disappeared overnight (laughs) the black one that's the black and white sort of side of it um and you know you I'm sure you will know and lots of people listening will know that you know you you can't run a business without making money it just doesn't work um and for me at the time I started it when I was 21 um on the arm of a sofa on a tablet and I taught myself using InDesign how to put the pages together like it was an industry I had no knowledge of in terms of putting the magazine together I'd worked as a advertising sales assistant for horse and rider magazine for six months um which was incredible and the team there are incredible um but I had no kind of connection to how it gets put together writing anything like that so um yeah over that period of time you know it, it had to sustain my life because you know, it costs to to live yeah. and you yeah. know I was a young I am a young woman who is trying to build a future for myself um, as well as the brand. And when lockdown happened and people's the, the budgets just disappeared, it just wasn't possible for me to keep going in the way that I had been doing because I just wasn't getting anywhere from a personal point of view. Um, and then like in a weird twist of fate, <laughs> um, the livery yard opportunity came up um so sort of that and that was that's been a year now so I then started a livery yard um which was it was a rundown livery yard um and I started that up so now it's kind of changed in that the the yard is my source of income that is my main job um and the magazine although we stopped printing I announced that we were going to stop printing and it wasn't going to be a magazine as people had grown to know it anymore um you know I still have the website I still have the social media and somewhere along (laughs) along that journey along that road you know it's kind of gone back to being a, a passion because the pressure has been taken off for it to generate the money that is needed for me to live if you see what I'm saying yeah (laughs) but that's what these conversations are for (laughs) yeah no absolutely and I I love well I felt like when I read your magazines I felt like it was like almost my little bible because (laughs) and I don't want that to sound like a bit but like it, it just felt like when well for me personally I can only talk for me personally obviously but when I read your magazine you like you said you introduced people to loads of small businesses and you made um and through that that's where I found my love and supporting small businesses and helping small businesses through like my podcast or just giving them a shout out on my Instagram and stuff I mean I don't have a massive huge following but I still want to give something back to those small businesses and I just love that every issue had um 
you know, there were some like brands that you really like continue to support and then you brought new ones in and highlighted new ones. Um, and then I just love the personal touches that you did with each and every magazine and you used to put it in your stories and individually wrap in every magazine and put in oh my the string, the string with your like little heart, carved out heart for every with the confetti. So every time you opened it up, you had confetti <laughs> all over you. I mean, but that was, I just loved receiving the magazine like every quarter because it was just it was like an exciting event um and you know like and like you said you had so many different aspects of the magazine and when you announced that you weren't doing it anymore it literally was a sad day and I remember messaging you going no no (laughs) but I obviously I completely understand why you had to do that it you know it's it is a bit, you know, like you say, it's a business and it has to make money. And if you haven't got an opportunity for money coming in, you can't run the business. And I could, you know, it makes complete and utter sense. But it was a sad day for me when you announced that the magazine was no longer. Um, and then obviously then you like sort of switched to your Instagram, um, you know, from, and making that transition from uh, the, the uh, magazine and everything into your livery yard. And then you showed us your journey in like... Um, uh, renovating is that probably the right word of yeah. of your of the yard that it was and what it is now and everyone's still continuing to be part of your journey um and I love that you continue to share that with us because you didn't have to and I really enjoyed it that journey and oh, still do. <laughs> I think that's probably one of the best testimonials ever <laughs> just have to record that and keep that one. I try I try <laughs> um yeah I think well the wrapping was definitely an event in our in our house and I think mum is relieved to have her hallway and her kitchen back um (laughs) I mean for me you know it was it was a really hard decision really hard decision and right the way through from from the very very beginning I I wanted to kind of bring people on the journey with me because it was a a kind of new approach to magazines and especially in the in the the kind of uh sector that the country magazine sector it it was it it was quite new um even down to the way that the magazine was written in the kind of voice that it was written so I wanted to kind of and I'm I'm quite an open person and even when I did the announcement you know I, I did explain that it is you know the, the advertising essentially is the magazine's income the, the the customers the subscriptions they are they you know they they pay for the print but but the magazine it's very expensive to print yeah, um, yeah. and in the way that we do it as well we we um ours in the country was on a glossy uh sort of paper Pages, it was yeah. it had quite a thick cover and it was perfect bound which is um the most expensive sort of type of finish you can have it stapled together yeah. um which is far less expensive than, than having it um perfect bound so but I was very adamant from the beginning rightly or wrongly that I wanted it <laughs> to have that look um and I you know I, I sort of said well we could we could change it we could downgrade we could do all this stuff but it, it then wouldn't be the magazine that people had grown to love and I wouldn't be staying true to the sort of publication that I'd created yeah um and then you mentioned changing the uh Instagram yeah that was a tough one as well that was quite a a weird one I think over over the last 18 months and the various lockdowns I'd 
I personally have been kind of going through a bit of a, I don't know what is going on. I don't know what I'm doing. And I kind of, the, the pressure for me to, and the pressure, that doesn't sound right. Kind of, I don't want to come across like I'm sounding ungrateful because I, I was never, but there was pressure to show up on social media and show up as the kind of Pollyella that people had got to know. And I kind of just felt like it was the right time for me yeah. to do something about it, to to, to change. Um, yeah. And actually, I think it was probably one of the best decisions that I've made because I feel more like myself. Um, I don't feel the pressure to kind of... Be a persona, maybe, of, of life. Yeah, and it was kind of, I probably had put that onto myself. Yeah. Um, and it kind of, you know, almost imaginary, wasn't really there. but it doesn't make it any less sort of uh doesn't Easy. make it any yeah, yeah yeah so um that was quite a big thing and and essentially when I uh, started the magazine Holly Ella was a kind of pen name that I'd I'd come up with because I didn't want anybody to know that I was writing because in the beginning before the first edition it was a blog um yeah. so and I, I wrote an article um it was dating a farmer and that went viral which was amazing I went viral on Facebook one of the farming groups had shared it and all of my friends or all of my friends a lot of sort of my friends within the farming community were sharing it because obviously it was it was an anonymous um article yeah and they were you know tagging me tagging our friends and I just didn't want anybody to know that it was me it was just me and my partner who had written it about um that knew so I, I yeah I used um, Holly Yellow because I kind of want and I'm quite a shy person. I've I've grown a lot as a person since having the magazine, but generally I, I think quite a shy person. So it was kind of my way of protecting myself. And then as I'd grown over the last four years, as the magazine had, it it just sort of seemed like a natural progression to be like, hang on, no, I am Holly. I'm just Holly that everybody knows. Yeah. Um, and it's time to kind of be true to that. So yeah, yeah. But I still feel like with your. I mean, there's one instance that I. Sorry, we keep going back to the magazine, but <laughs> I can remember in the what your stories. I can't remember what issue it was, but I can remember you were having issues with the printer, and you mm. drove yourself to another print or somewhere, yeah. and you physically drove because it wasn't going to be delivered in time for you to send out. And you drove, I don't know how many miles it was, but you were like, I'm determined to make sure that you get the magazine out on time. And you drove all this way, and you're like, right, okay, guys, and you showed us that you picked up all the boxes of all the magazines, and you showed us like you were taking us on that journey and showing the dedication that you had for every single client for that magazine to make sure to be honest I don't I think most of us wouldn't have minded if it was like a week or so later <laughs> just like, well, I think that the but it was so nice that you took us there and let us be part of that like and yeah that well, I think it's, it's, and it's not all like picture perfect it's yeah. like drama as well <laughs> well I think that made it more relatable for people and more what well, I liked I think it did and when you when when people received it they they knew what had gone into it um yeah. and that particular adventure that you're talking about I think <laughs> was the calendars um, oh was it the calendars I yes I the calendars but the first yeah. very first edition um that I ever did 
that was a complete and utter nightmare with the printers because I designed it and sent it off and it was to printers in London that I'd actually never met. I'd spoken to them on the phone and it was a totally new um, experience for me dealing with printers and negotiating things. But um, And it came back and it had a, a white line at the bottom of all the pages that were supposed to be full colour pages. And I was panicking because I'd had all these people who had ordered the magazine. I was so, you know, excited, nervous, everything. Yeah. I was actually at Hickstead when I received a phone call from my mom who had opened the box because she was so excited she couldn't wait. And she went, there's a white line at the bottom of all of them. And I was just panicking because I, yeah. I knew, I was thinking, well, do I just send them out as they are? Yeah. And just, you know, just get them out because people have been waiting or do I send them back? get the new ones and then and and wait and I I did partly because I knew that my previous work were gonna have one and I sort of didn't want them to think that I I knew the standard that I I designed it to yeah. and yeah. I didn't want to sort of not live up to that because I knew that that wasn't me yeah and uh what ended up happening was they sent us um it was it was essentially their mistake they hadn't lined something up properly on the printers they sent us the correct ones but because we had such an amazing response to the first one we discounted the bad ones and all of them sold out I mean I've got a few just for me to keep as you know like for for my own you know personal collection yeah Yeah. but um yeah they all sold out so it was but that that situation when I had to go and get the calendars was Oh, it's so stressful. <laughs> I really felt for you. I was just like, oh, oh it was ridiculous. <laughs> but it was I so was nice. Determined. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, we are sure us who were purchased it. So I was one of those that had purchased one of the old calendars. And I was actually, I've looked at my desk and I've got, I'm sure you did one last year. Did you? Did you do one for last year? And that was your year before? I'm sure this is one. Of uh, well, Sorry. it would have been the year before, but for last year. So. Uh, I don't know where mine is actually. Is this this is your one? Sorry, guys, you can't actually see this. Is this your one? <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty one. So that would have yeah. been twenty twenty for twenty twenty one. Yeah. Oh my god, I've I've kept it because I love. That it was so the much. one. That was the one that I had to go and get. Yeah. Oh, and actually, was... when I picked it up, they'd stuck the twenty twenty one on on the on the box as a reference. But I panicked and thought, oh my goodness, they've printed that one. Twenty. Yeah. On, on, on however many you know magazine. Yeah challenges we had in the boxes but they yeah. quickly explained to me as I was panicking that no they just used it for reference <laughs> bless you but yeah I do I think I do agree with like if um with your um with your social media now you I think you're probably a bit more um chill I would say you're chill I think you're quite a chill person anyway <laughs> but you definitely seem more chilled and more relaxed and you're more like um show you know obviously show us more about with your horse Simba and like what you guys are up to and obviously you're showing us around your yard and stuff like that um but like with the magazine and everything you had you were had quite a good um relationship with Land Rover Yes, and you used to go on quite a few of their exp- like experiences, and you viewed the new Defender when it was um, coming out and stuff. So, is that relationship still quite strong, or is it just because of the magazine, or how was that? Um, well, that that came about um, again, sort of quite randomly, um, just through me kind of making contact and, and getting getting in touch. And obviously, I don't have a specific reason to communicate 
with the team at the moment because there's there's there hasn't been anything that we've been working on however yeah. that being said um behind the scenes but no obviously I've I've got to know the team there they're really supportive they've been so supportive of me and the, and the magazine um and I've got them on LinkedIn and stuff and Instagram and we like each other's stuff and communicate so I think that's really key um and just that as an example is for me and I'm sure you'll agree like it's so important to build the relationships that then lead to the potential work yeah um so yeah I mean they they are obviously a, a massive company they're a big business and in a, in a from a working relationship point of view there hasn't been anything that we've worked on recently um because I haven't been working. creating in the country stuff um it'd be lovely if we had a defender for the yard but I, I know nice for the yard. <laughs> absolutely because did you am I right in saying that you did a did you do your um NC 500 trip yes with the defender I yes. want to do the NC 500 like but that must have been a great opportunity to like you know use the car and obviously do that um top of the top of Scotland and everything yeah it was absolutely and you got amazing incredible. pictures as well your pictures were like mine's amazing mind-blowing well I can't take credit for them Luke um <laughs> who does the videos and the photography he, he took those um I think I held some leaves in front of the lens to try and get a nice effect but but yeah he he's a photography and um video guy um but it was an amazing opportunity and obviously before lockdown um we, yeah yeah we were kind of heading into what what was going to be an amazingly big year for the brand and the magazine and video was a, was a really key focus that that I wanted to kind of pursue and put some real energy into so the video that we created that that was very much the way that we were hoping to go with mm. um sort of digital content so it was essentially like a a a trial run a test run and it it was amazing and the result the video is is beautiful um so you know we me and Luke keep saying that we you know when's the next adventure when are we going to go what we're going to take and what we're going to test and we actually took a Ford Ranger to Wales um to do a similar thing um we haven't released a video yet but I've seen Mm -hmm. it and it's amazing and it was so much fun um so yeah I mean again that's just something that I love I love cars I've always loved cars for my dad and um he loves creating photos and and videos so together it just worked really really nicely as a as a passion project not not a business it wasn't a um paid for thing obviously the car was was lent to us at their expense but yeah um it you know to create this this incredible um footage so yeah Land Rover have been really really supportive of me and and I hope that that can continue um as in the country kind of comes into a new sort of era um is a little I'm excited yeah I mean I'm excited I, I still don't quite know what that that is yet but I am determined not to let it go just yet <laughs> well I think sometimes in life sometimes you do need to take I think that's probably what lockdown's done for a lot of people where you just need to have the reset button um and I think pretty much everyone at some point has had a reset button during lockdown where they just sit down they stop 
and really reassess their life, their work, their priorities, um, and what's next and how, you know, what is more important? Is it to have, is it to be on the hamster wheel and work, you know, all the hours God sends to try and keep up with life? Or is it to live life and actually enjoy it, which I think most of us are probably have taken for granted and actually think, well, actually having a quality of life is much more important than watching yeah. here, there, everywhere, trying to get everything done, trying to keep up with the Joneses, like, <laughs> and I think that's um that's the right sign, isn't it? Keeping up with the Joneses. <laughs> um but do you know what I mean? So I think and that's I think that's exactly what's happened with you. I think he, you just obviously had to just have a reset for a little bit and just, you know, re not reevaluate, I'm not sure if that's the right word, but like you just need to sort of recharge and re Yeah, definitely. I think restart. I, you know, I, I started it at, at 21, um, at a point where I did not know what I wanted to do. I didn't know where I wanted to be. Um you know, I've always had horses and I had Simba and Simba is never going anywhere. So, you know, the, yeah, I'm very lucky in that the only thing that I needed to provide for was him. Mm. <laughs> um, but it was, it, it was just, I, I grew as a person. I, I said it a minute ago, but I grew as a person over, over the four years. Um, but I don't think I ever really stopped to kind of, take stock of that because I was constantly trying to um keep this brand that I'd created alive and keep it growing which I love I loved it um I I wouldn't have changed it for a second but I think lockdown did give us an involuntary opportunity (laughs) to relook at things and you know for me the yard came up completely just at, at out of nowhere, I, I I do say it's fate because it was crazy. Um, and it was the yard opposite the house that I grew up in where I kept my first pony. So it was even more special for me. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've I've worked really hard <laughs> physically. Yeah. Um, get the yards where it is to look after people's horses, and 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 horses are my life. They always have been. I I love it. Um, I am that crazy horse person. I talk to them like people. They probably, if they could, they'd roll their eyes at me and think, oh my goodness. But, you know, I, I absolutely adore them. And having, as we said in the beginning, having something that is kind of my job, my income, yeah. that that supports me, um, means that the magazine and the brand that I created out of passion and out of love and had lost because I was working solo alone <laughs> to yeah. try and, and keep it going and you know out of no one else's fault it, that that is just how the brand was there was no way that we could we weren't in a position to employ staff so yeah. it was me um but but now that the pressure's off for the magazine to provide my income it means that you can I, enjoy it more as well can't you I, and I can like actually enjoy it yeah I can slow down and write about the things that I want to write about without there being a need for oh well you need a supporting advertisement or I can't share this story without you know it being a sponsored article because yeah, that's four pages out of the magazine that that costs probably about four thousand pounds to, yeah. to print yeah. um you know it, it you have to kind of look at it in a numbers way but now 
um, I've got an opportunity to kind of sit back and, and rethink it um, without constantly trying to, you know, stay on that, that hamster wheel of it's a quarterly, we've got spring, summer, autumn, winter, we can't stop. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think uh, the, the way that I want to look at it at the moment is, you know, I, I haven't got anything set in stone, um, but I am working to try and find a way to bring it back in a way that fits in with my lifestyle yeah. and doesn't need to create or to generate, sorry, that figure. Um, yeah. So, yeah I, yeah, I think I think in a way it's all kind of come together. It's all happened as it should. Obviously, I had no idea about that at the time. I was very frustrated, very angry. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I couldn't carry on doing what I was loving. Mm. But then the yard has just taken over my life and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I mean, the sun rises are incredible. The sunsets are incredible. The horses that we have are just such characters and I love them. Um, and I love being outside, physically working. Like for, for four years, I was a lot of the time attached to a laptop office yeah and I'm just a much happier person um I can think more clearly when I'm outside working I mean I think of article ideas all the time when I'm mucking out or people like to interview all these crazy things but that's just that's life isn't it yeah and that's exactly like I when I'm mucking out that's exactly when ideas will pop into my head like literally and then I kind of sort of dismiss it for a little bit and then it comes back again say like in a couple of weeks later and stuff like that and I think mm, maybe there's something there that I need to pursue so let's talk about the livery yard because obviously you've mentioned it a few times and obviously it's a good it's a good part of your life at the minute so how many horses do you have there what type of yard is it what do you do there yeah so um at the moment I think we've got 12 um currently two and a half two um and we have a Shetland our mine um it is a six box yards 14 and a half acres um and we have a 20 by 40 sand school um and essentially it's it 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 came about completely randomly I was not in any way looking for a yard (laughs) no way but um I I drive past it most times when I'm heading sort of that direction to see friends or or do whatever and I noticed it was empty um once or twice and then I drove past it a month later and it was still empty and it is where I grew up um it's opposite where the house I grew up in and I used to spend days down there when I was um a young girl and I kept my first pony there so it was a special place for me anyway but I hadn't been there in years since we moved out probably about 10 years um and then I just thought, you know what, I'm going to go and have a look. I'm just going to go and see. And I used to obviously know the people that owned it. So I, me being me, I wrote a letter um, and I posted it uh, through the letterbox of the house that I used to know um, owned it. Um, So it was a handwritten letter, um, you know, just explaining that should they be looking for somebody, I would be interested. They might remember me as this little girl that was extremely annoying. Um, (laughs) I'm sure they were. Knocking on their door. Um, And then I I came home, didn't really think about it. And and I 
told my dad um, a couple of days later and he said, well, have you heard anything? I said, no. Um, and he was like, we just need to, you know, you need to go down there, go, go and speak to them. You, you need to speak to these people face to face. So I went down there, it was a Saturday and I was thinking, please let anybody, anyone be there, please just be empty. But this guy <laughs> came out of the driveway in his truck and it wasn't the, the person that I remember um, having lived there with somebody else and he <laughs> kindly explained to me that the letterbox had actually been uh sealed shut for about two years oh no so they didn't <laughs> so get your letter I'd po- yeah i posted this letter in complete vain because it wasn't going to get anywhere oh, but no. he had a drill um so he undid the letterbox handed me my letter that had been sort of like crumpled up and damp and told me to go and give it to the landlords the new landlords which i did um I was speaking to them and they live in a house that I used to play in as a child so it was a real trip down memory lane it was really weird um and they he called me that afternoon and uh invited me to come and have a chat so we did went to the yard we had a chat and I managed to dig out a photo of me with my pony there as I must have been like eight um, and he brought his daughter along, which I think helped me out a bit. To be honest. <laughs> um, and it just kind of, it just, it just went from there. Um, I pitched my idea, which was to run a, a, a livery yard apart and full livery yard um, and bring on a couple of horses on, of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and they chose me. So mm-hmm. <laughs> out of a few people, there's probably three or four other people that wanted to do different things. Um, but yeah, so it's literally been a year. La, at the beginning of literally it was on my birthday so the first of January that I mm. took it on um this has been a crazy year and it was in an absolute state when I took it on um so we've done a lot to it but with minimal budget <laughs> it's yeah. been a lot of recycling fence posts and moving things around and yeah it's been it's been a real challenge but honestly some of the most amazing memories in the summer of hacking for three four hours on the downs and it's just amazing yeah it is and like I said we you kindly showed us your journey through the renovations of the stables and putting the fence posts in and telling us how many fence posts you put in and then (laughs) then um, having them stolen (laughs) that's what I was just gonna say I literally was just gonna say I didn't want to I didn't want to put a negative twang to it but like you did didn't you and that was so heartbreaking again and you, you kindly showed um showed us that and shared it with us and well, that, I mean that actually having having said that was probably probably well it was it it really disconnected me from social media because essentially yeah. it happened because I shared on social I media. shared it on social media um it wasn't Instagram it was Facebook uh because obviously it was somebody local um so yeah that that really affected me I'd never had anything stolen from me before um and and it really kind of hit me so I think that that contributed to me changing my social media my approach to social media and my relationship with social media um and I definitely don't share quite so much as I did Um, yeah which is understandable that's totally understandable of course you don't um and how is Simba how is he he is amazing at the moment. He is, I was literally saying to the liveries the other day, it's like he's woken up and he's a different horse or someone's been turning up in the middle of the night and riding him for me <laughs> because he he is incredible. And I think he's been watching Odin, um, having all his lessons. So I am now selling Odin. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
but he was never meant to stay. He was he was bought as a project. Um, I fell in love with him, which is not a good business model. No, <laughs> no. and and but ultimately, I, I've I kind of and you know I do I, I seem to be doing this a lot, but I, I was sort of having a real conversation with myself, and I don't want to compete. I don't want to event. I mean, I'd love to, but yeah. the reality for me is it's just that's not what I want to do. Yeah. Um, so. And I'm never going to get rid of Simba. He he cost me next to nothing. Um, I broke him in myself. He's he is not really worth that much in terms of like a stamp of a horse. He's incredible. Yeah. He's yeah. worth the world to me. But if you were to sell him, you know, he's he's got string holes, so he's and he's got teeth problems, but you know, so um so yeah, I I I'm always gonna have him and I'd I'd like to focus on him really. Yeah right so my next question which I'm I'm getting quite excited with the answer what is the future for just Holly and I feel like I don't want to say just Holly what is the future for Holly for Holly um, well Holly and other opportunities that you might be coming up with because you teased us with your story today to say (laughs) you know you got things yeah the pipeline so what what is it for 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 me, um, the yard is here to stay. That is um, my lifestyle for the foreseeable. That's my base. That's where I am. But for for, for me personally, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. I don't think any of us do. <laughs> no. Um, but for in the country, I um. I'm just full of passion again I think um it's the million dollar question is it coming back I like I would love to say yes it is um and I kind of want to say yes it is but it it it's not set in stone yet and but I'm it's not a definite no so it's that's not a, a definite good thing. no um it it most likely will not come back as a quarterly um as you have known it before because I just can't do that um no. <laughs> I don't have the time and I don't want the pressure of of it I don't want to give it the pressure yeah. of having to live up to this you know it has to generate this amount of revenue for it to be successful viable I just don't yeah. I don't want that you know I so I don't want to say no um I am working on it <laughs> um yeah I'm working on it so if if it does it it will probably be later this year um but you know they, they do say they say don't don't give up on something that you can't go a day without thinking about yeah. and I cannot not think about it no matter how hard I try somewhere you know, in the country pops to my head, an idea for it pops to my head, a story pops to my head, all of this stuff. And to me, you know, the the way that the yard came about was fate. If I, I, I I'm a real believer in in fate. Yeah, what's me meant too. to be will be. And the fact that I haven't been able to let it go um, tells me something. Absolutely. And I do feel like that. It, you know, it's just got so much potential, and so many people loved it, which I am so you know, it just makes me feel so happy um, that I kind of don't want to let it go for for them as well. Not just for me, um, but for them, you know, it was such a joy for so many people and 
so many people sent me lovely messages when I sort of said, you know, it, it can't carry on um, in print at the moment. Yeah. So, but I do think, you know, all magazines, we're in an age where you have to kind of jump on the digital side of things. You have to yeah. break social media and, and the digital side of things. So I have split um, my social medias apart. I have created a separate Instagram for In The Country Magazine. It is called In The Country Magazine. And that is where I will be sharing digital articles, past articles, all things sort of magazine-based, um, all with the view that In The Country will come back. It will come back to print. It's just how yeah. and when. Yeah. Well, I've got everything crossed that it will be sooner rather than later because I would love to have that do you know what it's so weird because it was I want to say about four months ago we was having a clear out in my living room this is going to be really boring for other people listening (laughs) but we was having a clear out in our living room because it was getting a bit chaotic in there and we had loads of old magazines that we like between mum and I have been trying to flick through and your magazine was still wrapped up it was your your lot I think it was one of your last issues it had um Yorkshire Shepherdess it had oh, yeah. um uh Lady Carnarvon and something else yeah, I, that would have been winter I think yeah I think it was one of your lot one of your last things and yeah, it was that, still wrapped was up and I went one. and I went how is this sat here and I've not even read it mm-hmm. and I thought again I thought this is fate she's obviously telling me you've got to read the magazine now because you need to talk to me about coming on the podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I literally it just literally I was like oh, I'm so pleased so part of me was like so pleased that I didn't open it like yeah. when I got it because I'm like oh because it just made me just enjoy it even more and obviously all your articles and everything and obviously having all those amazing women like on there as well because you had Lady Carnarvon Yorkshire Shepherdess and Elizabeth yeah. Bowen, Natasha Baker. Yeah, you had loads of like. Yeah, that was it. That was a, the last people. two. I mean, all of them. I'm proud of all of them, but the last two were serious additions. And because uh, which one was Jade Holland Cooper? She was all, quite. She was she, quite early on as well. Well, early on for me, but. Twenty. I literally, I was going through them the other day. I've, um, because I think she was one of the first ones that I got. Oh, I think, and that was an amazing cover as well. And lovely, yeah. Look at that, yeah. a lovely picture of her. Yeah, and that, again, that made me kind of fall in love with you know. Do you know what I mean? I kind of fell in love with her brand from like through yeah. that as well. <laughs> do you know you. what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, I'm fingers crossed it's all coming back. Yeah. So, I'm um, thanks um so is there anything else you want to while we're sort of wrapping up the end of this episode is there anything you want to talk about is there anything you want to promote is there anything you want to give a shout out about this is your free space to talk about whatever you like (laughs) um I don't I don't I don't think there's anything specific other than you know just if people are listening to your podcast um, or follow you on social media or are here through my social media you know thank you um thank you for sticking with me because I appreciate it. I've been sort of oh, I don't know what's going on <laughs> um but yeah I mean in the country was it was a really really special um magazine it was a quite a bold thing to have created and it, I think it was a serious sort of 
it had a massive impact on on magazines in the sector and you know I'm really proud of that and I just want to thank everybody that had supported it had been part of it in any way over the last four years and hopefully you can kind of join me on the next leg of the journey where we find a way to bring it back make it work and make it stay yeah Oh, 100%. There'll be loads of people like dying for it to come back. So I always finish off my podcast with some quick fire questions. So generally, are you a night in or a night out person? I'm a definite night in person. <laughs> I think everyone is now. Since lockdown, I don't think anyone wants to go out. <laughs> I actually went out last night for a drink with an old friend of mine from school and I honestly struggled so hard to get up this morning. <laughs> it wasn't even a late one. um tea or coffee Mm, lately coffee because I feel like I need it in the morning to get to work but it was tea but I would definitely say I'm leaning towards coffee now she's gone to the hard stuff now yeah (laughs) horses it it does it to you yeah it does (laughs) wellies or heels wellies definitely sweet or savory I'm a savory person are you yeah yeah savory see my a lot chocolate it's got to be in the fridge like for a good few hours just, oh you like it really hard yeah really it's gonna be really cold <laughs> oh that's what i meant to say sorry <laughs> so really hard <laughs> um book or film oh that's a tricky one i i'm going to say film but i would love to read more I just struggle to find the time to do it which is silly I know people who are avid readers will say yeah, everybody's got the time but um yeah I'm gonna say film and is there like a film that you've seen recently that you would recommend for people oh this is when people go oh, I don't know I've watched loads of films recently yeah oh goodness me uh to be to be fair films I love I do love films but I'm a series person. Yeah. And like, a, I love a good series. Yeah. So, Any of those recently? Like a Netflix one or an ITV uh, drama? I love Outlander. Yeah. Um, I am obsessed with Outlander and there's a new series coming out in March, I think. So I'm planning to rewatch them again. I love sort of something that I can lose myself in. Yeah. Uh, I love stories, always have you know hence writing but um anything that tells a good story and gives me a way to kind of escape um I do love that yeah definitely okay so where can people find you via social media website anywhere where can people find you Ooh, okay um I've made a few <laughs> Instagrams lately so I don't know. um you could find me on um Instagram at just holly with two underscores um or at in the country magazine that is the account solely based for just the magazine you can find my website which has um articles various different things about in the country more information about me and the magazine um at www.inthecountrymagazine.co.uk which was lovingly and amazingly made by my fabulous friends at black nervous signs which I, I, we didn't actually talk about it and I can't believe we went for the whole episode without talking about about your podcast and that is one of the 
when uh, you did your podcast episode with them, that is how I found Black Nova, and that's I've followed oh. them ever since because of your episode. So, and oh, I don't brilliant. know how many. That was a long time ago. I mean, how long ago wow. was that? That oh, that was that was one of the earliest ones. I think that was maybe the second or third one. Yeah, um, but they it's have pod- been such. Is the podcast coming back again? I'd love to say yes Uh, and I've got a list I've got a list of people that I would love to speak to for the podcast but as you'll know it takes a lot of time and editing and the 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 sound has to be right yeah I don't think I could probably do it outside with horses around (laughs) I think people would love that though Maybe I did one. I did one with Yasmin, uh, Yasmin Pinchin, who's a show jumper, and we had horses in the background, and it was lovely. But um, it was very loud when you're doing, you know, when you're focused on the sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, do, just get. I think I think you should do maybe a new series and have Holly something like Holly at the yard, and just have it at the yard. That's a good idea. And then you just literally be like at your laptop on the yard, like still doing like Zoom calls and things like that, or Zoom interviews and stuff, and have that that you're on the yard. Well, I have it. actually converted a stable into an office, um, more so for the cat that I actually got from Danielle from Black Nova Designs. Um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, so I could do that, and we boarded the ceiling so they couldn't get out. <laughs> yeah, I so, think that's. Yeah. I think that's the next. I think that's what should maybe, be. Maybe, maybe I could probably do that. Or, I'll hold you. To like, that. Yeah, like in the country, at like at the country yard, like in the country yard, or something yeah. like that. So I'm going to play on the words. There's something there. There's something there. <laughs> Here I am, just giving out all these. Only the royalties. <laughs> thank you. Well, I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on. I have loved every minute of it. Um, and yeah, thank you for your time. Thank you for coming on. No, thank you. Thank you. I haven't kept you too long, but um, it's been lovely to talk to you. And for us, you know, as as you being a reader, it's, it's extra special. So thank you. Pleasure. Absolutely pleasure. And as always, guys, if you love this episode, which I'm sure you will, please tag um, Holly and I via her Instagram um, on stories. And I shall speak to you all on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it as I did making it. If you um, like to follow me on socials, my um, Instagram is Cobbs Equine Services and the same on Facebook, Cobbs Equine Services. Um, If you are listening to this on your um, Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, I really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um, other people to highlight the um, episodes to other people. And I will speak to you all on the next episode. this episode i really hope you enjoyed it as i did making it if you um like to follow me on socials my um instagram is cobs equine services and the same on facebook cobs equine services um if you are listening to this on your um, apple or spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast i really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um other people to highlight the um episodes to other people And I will speak to you all on the next episode.